Today's episode was inspired by a conversation I had with one of my podcast guests. Her episode is actually being published this Friday. So the episode, such an interesting conversation. She was an alcoholic. And I don't know if you say is, because I don't know if you you are still defined as an alcoholic, even if, I think alcoholics always define themselves because they can so easily go back into it. But I like to say was because that's not who she is anymore. And that's exactly what I wanted to talk about was because something she said in our conversation was really profound. It really struck me. And it's something I heard before, but when you hear it in the context at which it's so perfect, it has such deeper meaning. And what she said is that she realized that she was a human doing and not a human being. And it was all about who she was being, the identity that she was associating with. And she was associating and allowing and showing up to the world as an alcoholic. That's who she was being in the world. And all of the activities of alcoholism were her personality. So she was an alcoholic in my mind. She's not an alcoholic anymore. It's an addiction. And although people who have that addiction are susceptible to returning to it, as long as you stand and be in a new identity, then it won't have the power over you anymore. It's when you're shaky about who you really are that the tendency is to fall back on these habits of an identity we're trying to shake. So this episode was inspired by that conversation. And it's also a topic that we talked a lot about at my recent retreat. So that's why I I decided to title this who are you really? So stay tuned and listen in to what that could be all about. Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Welcome to another episode of Living Your Sparked Second Half. As I said in the intro, this topic was something that I wanted to go deeper on after I had that conversation with Marie Olson, who lived a lot of her life as an alcoholic. And it reminded me of the movie, and I looked it up because this movie really impacted me, 
And maybe it impacted me because when I looked it up, I looked at the date and the date it aired was 1994 in that time frame, 1994, the year. And I was dealing with my best friend from college who was a raging alcoholic and her drink of choice was wine. And she had gone down a really dark hole. And in fact, we stopped speaking for 11 years and she got sober and she and I are now close again. And we repaired that. I actually testified against her. And so she couldn't have custody of her kids. It was not a fun time. And that is probably why that movie hit home so much. It was Meg Ryan and Andy Garcia. And oh my gosh, Andy Garcia, you know, he just loved her. She was hiding vodka bottles in her house and her husband would find them. And that's exactly what Maria was doing, hiding vodka bottles. So what she said in our conversation struck me and it was, I found I was a human doing and not a human being. And that was the switch that flipped her mentally. And she realized, I don't want to be an alcoholic anymore. I don't want to be that identity. I don't want to have that personality because that's really what you are. You're a person who is being driven and all your habits are around that addiction. And we do it with many things. In, in our lives, not be who we really are. And we get lost in trying to get accepted. We get lost in wanting to be something because we think it might be better than who we really are. And that's often what it is. And it starts young with the things we hear and what we're told by our parents and by our teachers and by our mentors. And then we adopt a way of being that doesn't align with who we came here to be. Because when we start moving into adulthood, as an older child, I mean, it's teen years, really, and an older adult or an, a younger adult, and then, of course, older adult after that. But we start to disconnect from source. And it has to do with brain waves. It's it's very interesting. But the more the world takes a hold of us, the more the culture we adopt to, the societal expectations we adopt to, the more we're exposed and get out of our inner world, which we're very much in our inner world as a child, we move into that outer world, we adapt. It's almost like we're these chameleons but we lose our true colors. We put, take on these other colors and some of them are addictions and some of them are just ways of being, but they just don't match up. And deep inside, we know it, but we just don't know how, we don't know what it is. Honestly, we just know that we're not happy. And you can tell by the feelings that you feel if you are not being and you're just in the doing of who you think you need to be and not in the being of who you really are. So I thought I'd break it down into as simplified as I can get it because I learned some of this from, well, it's all a combined collection of 
learnings over the past few years as I've delved into this work and been so fascinated with how our brain works. Some of it is from what I've gotten from my mentor, Alex Paulos, who is a personality expert. Some of it's from books I read. Some of it's from my master neuro coaching training that I've done. But here's the key thing. We are our current version. Whether we like it or not, whether we're really who we truly should be or what we're trying to be something that we're not, whatever that is, that's who we are. That's like how we're showing up in the world. That's the current you. Let's call it the current you. And then there's the future you hasn't been created yet. The future you can be whatever you want. You don't have to be who you are now. If you don't like who you are now, you're feeling like something's inauthentic or you're feeling like you're not meeting society's expectations. Figure out why you're feeling that way, why you're disconnected and trying to be something that you're really not and figure out what you really want to be. Who is that person inside of you? That's why when we get to midlife, I believe we start to do this digging. We start to become this, have this awareness that something's off. Something's not right. I don't know what it is. And many of us just stew in that juice. (laughs) And we don't know how to, it's bad juice. It's not tasty juice. We don't know how to make it good juice. So we have the future version of you. So as the current you, I say that there's two versions of the current you. There is the who you think you should be. And there's who you truly are. And you can be Some people, but the majority of people, and I learned this from Alex, the majority of people are version one. They are living life in a being state where they're acting and being, their identity is around who they think they should be. And it's how you show up in the world, how the world perceives you, for lack of a better term, the way you walk in the world. And the way you walk in the world can be perceived as good or bad. I mean, it can be a good, like if I can think of a best example, I was a vice president at AOL. And that could, that's perceived by most people. You go to a party and people are like, oh my gosh, you're a vice president. Oh, my God. And I loved saying it. I loved, oh, yes, I'm a vice president. That's who I thought I should be. And just because it was perceived as good doesn't mean that it was good for me. I never felt good with that identity. It was identity I was wearing to please the outside world, to please my parents, to please my husband, to please people at parties I went to, to make me look good. But it it felt off. And when it feels off, you know it feels off. I felt like a fake. I didn't even have a college degree. I don't know how I ended up in that job. I must have done something good, but I, in my mind, I couldn't accept the fact that I was worth it. I didn't feel like I was worth it. All the people that sat at the table with me who had similar titles, 
and had all these fancy degrees. So that is where you can be in a current version that's perceived good by the world, but it's not good for you and it's not who you really are. And then there's the alcoholic version. You're sh- you're showing, I mean, and a lot of alcoholics don't realize how much they're showing their alcoholism to the world, but have a couple drinks and you're sloshy. You can't even really walk a straight line and you look, you know, it's not a good scene. It's not a good look. But you're stuck in it. That's current version of you. That's who you are. That's who you're being. Your actions are being that of your addiction. That's called self-denial. And I used to not like that term self-denial because for me, that was like, you're aware and denying it. But the problem is we're in self-denial, unaware. We don't even realize we're denying who we really are. But the fact that we're trying to be somebody we're not and the feelings that we're feeling are, we just don't fit in. I got to be this way because I'm not fitting in or I got to prove something. You're That self-denial because you're denying yourself, aware or not, who you truly are. And usually when you become aware, you start to do the things that you need to do to correct it. Or if you become aware and you can't feel or find your way out, then you might actually become an addict. To, to, to numb that which you cannot get in this life, that, that people actually think, well, I can never be, like I think of the starving artists, you know, the parents, you got to get a real job. They really want to do their art. And if they can't do their art, they might pick up a drink. They might pick up a drug. They might pick up something that numbs them because they can't do what they really want to do. Society or whoever they want to please won't allow them to. So that's the current you. Well, I should say that is the current you, the self-denial person, which is a majority of us, if we're in a role acting and being in a way that isn't who we really are. And then the other version of the current you, who you truly are, is a very rare thing that people are self-actualized. That's what the term is, self-actualized. And it's when you are who you truly are, and sorry if you're hearing the beeping on my computer. I, I'm not sure why it's doing that. But um, but you're who you truly are inside and out. You're doing the things that you are good at. They bring you lots of pleasure. You feel fulfillment in the things you do. It's kind of like you just know when you wake up in the morning that you're doing what you're here to do, that the things that are lined up on your schedule are the things that make you happy. So the things you're good at because you love them are on your list and you are aware of what you want and you aren't influenced by the things that don't align with your values. See, a lot of us have become disconnected with our values. For me, I didn't even know what my values were. I mean, what? I don't, I have values. 
And when we lose sight of our values, then we associate with the wrong people, we make the wrong decisions, and we say yes to things that we should say no to. And often we know it when we say it. We just feel off. And if this is resonating and you are feeling, well, that's not me, then you're the other one. You're who you think you should be, not who you truly are. So become, as we describe, or as I talk about the current you in those two versions, the feelings associated, the feelings associated with version one, who you think you should be, when you walk around the world as that being, as that human being, you don't feel great. You feel like something's missing. You feel like that you wake up in the morning and you're not excited. You're not motivated. Now there's going to be some mornings I mean, we all, like I got up this morning, I was like, I should work out. I don't feel like working out. I don't feel like doing that. You know, you, There are mornings that we all don't feel hugely motivated, but as a general sense, I love what I do. I am excited every day about my to-do list. There's moments I might not feel motivated, but this is a, an overall sense of being really thrilled with where you are, having a sense of joy, having a sense of con contentment, almost a peaceful experience of, you know, I'm just here being the person that I was made to be. And if you're saying to yourself when you wake up in the morning, I wish I could find out what I really love to do. I wish I had a purpose. I wish life was different. I wish I felt this way versus that way. Why do I feel this way? I feel meh. That's the best word. Best emoji ever to describe that feeling. I feel lost. I feel invisible. So those are the signs when you're thinking about if you go to your body and you get out of your head, those are the signs of version one versus version two, self-denial versus self-actualized. So then let's move to, because that can, like, if we think, oh, most people are in self-denial and they don't even realize it. And you're thinking, wow, I might be there because I'm not what Lori was describing as who I really am. And I don't even know who that is, honestly. I've like lost her. I don't even know if I can find her. It's been so long since I've been her, maybe since you were a kid. So let's get past that and go to the future you because guess what? That's where all the hope is. That is where all the excitement, that's where all the motivation is because you can find her and you can be her and you can have those feelings. I separated the future you into three choices. So this is maybe a fork in the road for you. 
with three paths and you can decide, right? So there is the continued version of the current you who is unaware and being who you think you should be. There's a new version of you, but trying to be somebody still, you're not the self-actualized version. It's like taking on another identity because you think in your head, this is what you need to do. This is moving forward in your head and not listening to your heart. And you're still going to end up with those same feelings if you choose a new way of being that isn't aligned with who you really are. And then the third choice is the you that exists within. The you behind the facade, the you behind the addiction, the you behind the habits, the bad habits, because that's what they are. Our personality is just mostly, (laughs) if you think about how are you being? What kind of human being? Look at the doing. Look what the doing you're doing. And that's what it is. Because it's all the behavior that you do, the actions you take are who you are showing up in life as. So the continued version of you will stay stuck in the habits that have actually become, these habits have become so subconscious in your mind that you don't even think about them. That's the unawareness. You just do these things and then they're urges. They become urges. If you're thinking about an addiction, how subconscious that is, and then the getting the thing that you are addicted to, regardless of what it is, is a dopamine hit. So you just go for that dopamine hit, whether it's a piece of food or whether it's the next drink or whether it's a cigarette or whatever. It's the thing you don't want in your life that you're trying to shake, but it's so subconscious and it's so rooted in this habitual way of being and you're not even aware of it. You could pick up a cigarette without even thinking twice about it. And it's just these bad habits. It's like, how can I break these bad habits? So... The new version is picking up new habits, but still not in the right doing, therefore not in the right being. So you're just switching doing. So you're not even thinking about how do I want to be? And that's a really great exercise to sit down and say, how do I want to show up in the world? What traits do I want? What what kind of ways of being is that person? Think about somebody you admire. Do you have somebody that you follow that is a mentor and that you want those traits? Well, write them down. The ways of being, how that person's showing up really positively, really goal-oriented. There are things that you can change in your life, bad habits you can break and good habits you can adopt. And as I tell people, because a lot of times people think, oh, my God, goals and plans and all the things. I don't like that. I'm not good at it. And, oh, I'm spontaneous and I don't want to be like stifled by a schedule. Don't overthink this. (laughs) It doesn't have to be confining. If that's not who you really are, then don't allow yourself to be confined. But you it 
planning comes with planning who you want to be and the ways of being that you need to be. And if you don't do a little bit of planning about that and the future that you want and the, and the being that you're going to step into, then you'll continue to flail. And flailing will not get you to where you want to be, to that which is the OG version of you. Okay? So yeah, so you want to get out of the current doing, find the new doing, but the new doing that is aligns with your values. And if you don't know what your values are, find out what your values are, what's important to you. And then the doing of somebody that you admire. It's all, we are creative souls. We've gotten out of our creativity because we're too much in our head. And so if you get out of your head and into your body and what feels good and you take the time to sit down and think about the ways you're being and the ways you want to be, then things will start to come to you. Amazing aha moments and breakthroughs will come to you. So define what feels good. Define the you that's inside of you that you know is there and that you've likely lost And stop thinking about what other people might think. It's the you that you might be critical of. It's the you that you think, oh, if I show up that way, I'm going to get laughed at or I'm going to get criticized or I'm going to get put down. You have to go into this exercise not worrying about what other people think, just what you think. So it's the you that maybe people won't like, but are you around the people that, that are going to embrace and door and want to skip along holding your hand with you? Probably those people aren't in your life right now. You've been shunning them because you're in self-denial. But when you see them and look at them, you're probably like, oh, gosh, I wish I was like that. So it's the you that you've lost, but she's still in there. She's still in there and you can find her. She's actually waiting for you to find her. She's been sending you signals, but you've just been ignoring them because you're so unaware. But once you start to do the work of, okay, who's that future version that I want to be? Once you start to do that work, she starts to be seen. You start to see the messages and you get those ahas. So what I would love for you to do as your next step, because you're like, okay, now that I know this and I think I might be a human doing and not the human being that I'm here to be, not the one that is self-actualized. So I would say start with exploration. Start with this desire to discover who that OG version of you is. And start to 
first of all, give yourself grace because more than 70% of the population is like, this is what Alex told me. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I lived so much of my life in self-denial, so much of my life. And it wasn't until I just was tired of living a life. I finally was like, I'm not living the life I really want to live. And I need to fix it. And it still took me a long, I say it was a long and winding road, (laughs) but I continued to explore and exploration, curiosity, asking questions and being aware that something's wrong is the first step. And then start paying attention to what you're doing. Start documenting what are the habits that I'm doing that are really keeping me in self-denial, that aren't taking me towards self-actualization. And it's very apparent once you start to notice. Are you on social media a lot? Are you watching the news, which isn't really helpful because it's all negative? Those are the dopamine hits you're getting. You don't have to be an addict to get those dopamine hits. They oftentimes will show up as procrastination on what you know you should be doing. And so you have to question, is this doing taking me to the being of the future self that I desire? The alignment, the truth, that's what it is. It's truth of who you are. And you're lying to yourself if you're in self-denial. And that doesn't feel good. So that's why you feel like crap probably a lot of times. And all those negative feelings cause negative vibrations and the energy you're putting out. And that's a whole nother topic we can talk about. Talked about it before on the podcast. So that start to pay attention, document what you're doing. And really, it's just this awareness that you're starting to embrace. But like I said, give yourself grace. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just this is what it is. It is what it is. This is today. Tomorrow will come and tomorrow can be different and you can create it because you're creative. And what you want to create is not a new current version that isn't who you really are. It's the current, it's the new you, the future you, who is who you truly are. You got to figure out who that is. I can't tell you. Only you can tell, tell you. And you have that knowing inside of you. Because you came here with that. You came here and arrived here, had agreement to live to that. But that's what happens. Our soul can do all these amazing things because the soul doesn't have the human desires, the human, the, 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 all the other people and voices and all the things and the culture. So we come here and our, the human being in us gets in the way. Because of the doing that we do. I know it sounds like a big puzzle and it is. It's a big puzzle, but you can solve it. You're smart enough. Our brain is a supercomputer. Best ever supercomputer. We just don't use a lot of it. All right. And like I said, begin exploration, start to pay attention to what you're doing and start to learn about how the human brain works, because then you you feel less guilty about how you got to where you are. You start to be, oh, my gosh, this is scientific. It's, it's just like I'm doing what happens. It's kind of a very common thing that happens. 
So start to learn about the human brain and how it works. And there's two books. One book, when I first started my journey, was really powerful to me, um, but it was called Change Your Thoughts. I think it's called Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. And I'll link it up in the show notes, but it's by Brian Tracy, who is a personal development guru. And I really liked it. Very simple way of explaining it. And then a book I've recently read, which was super powerful, and a lot of the content I used at my retreat, and we talked about it in my episode with Laura Strachan, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. What an interesting title. That's by Joe Dispenza. But Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself is exactly what you're trying to do. Breaking the bad habits that you've cultivated and has created the person, the personality that you're walking in life as who you think you should be. It's not who you really are. So great book, I re- highly recommend. And oh, the other thing, yes, I added this because I thought, oh my gosh, I'm gonna do some free training, a seven part video series, but they're little videos, not huge in length. It's kind of like Lori's little Netflix series, but not a 40 minute episode or a 45 minute episode, just like a 15, 20 minute one. And I think that will really spark something in you If you like that mode of learning, if you like to sit and watch some videos and not have it be too much time, because these, like I said, these are little nuggets and we're going to release them all at once and you can binge watch them all, or you can just watch one and then come back later and watch the other. And so super simple to digest. So that might be another thing you want to do, a step you want to take. We're going to release those sometime mid-October. I think it's the 16th, but I'll put it in the show notes. There is a wait list if you want to get on it. We haven't put out the registration yet, but I think that registration starts on the 9th of October. And there will be a Facebook group if people want to get in and chit chat with other people doing the same thing you're doing. (laughs) So you have concrete actions to move forward with and go find out who you really are and live life to your fullest because you really can't enjoy life when you're not who you really are. Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.